this is arguably the best Zoids we've watched. (laughs) I'm so glad to get that caught on tape. (laughs) I'll never say it. Welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration and education and anime. I'm your birthday idiot, Tessa Dugan. Uh, I'm your anime expert, D. Hollander Gonzalez. And I'm Brendan McCullough, your anime Sisyphus. <laughs> uh, once Why? Because you're like so strong and you and you love like Greek history. Is that is that why? Couldn't couldn't be like the monumental task of. Uh, Repeatedly having something uh, crush you in your spirits, right? We're rolling no. that boulder up the hill again. We love good old Boldy. It's a good lad. I do, actually. I forgot Boldy's about third. Boldy from Hades gonna, Game. I was going to say, specifically, <laughs> I'm not the hot Sisyphus from Hades Game. Of he's, all the characters in Hades Game, he's probably the least hot. Still hot, though. Everyone in that game is wildly attractive. Including the Bone Hydra. (laughs) (laughs) We love a visit from the Bone Hydra. Learny. What are we trying to (laughs) distract from this week? Uh, Well, I can tell you're excited. I can tell uh, you love the season, love love the game, uh, in in it for the love of the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, I immediately spilled my water. Cool, great. Uh, Still rolling. We're doing good. Um, <laughs> Keep that in. Yeah. So uh, the past couple years, I I tried something. There was a show um, that I grew up with. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar. Uh, it's called Zoids. Oh, um, right. That's the one. Yeah. And and there's like this whole big thing where like because I knew it from being a child, it obviously was dubbed at some point and put on like a children's network. And I was like, cool. Yeah. All right. Let's see how this translates. And um, I also don't know if you know this, but sometimes dubs in the 90s weren't great. Huh? I don't I don't know about that one. That's. I know. I'm also shocked. Um, I love jelly donuts. I yeah. perpetually stand Bronx accent Molly from Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, I tried a couple of those. They didn't really hold up. So I wanted to try going to the source. <gasps> so what if we watched a Japanese Zoids <gasps> that wasn't brought to the U.S.? What? Oh. What if we watched the one that they're like, no, this one's for us. <laughs> we gave we gave you some. Where I'm keeping this special one just to, just to me. <laughs> no one tell the Americans. This, this one's, one's ours. special, boy. Uh, but we're watching Zoid's Genesis. Hooray! Huzzah! Another one. One more again. Unfathomably, Paul was like, "What is this for?" And I was like, "It's five. <laughs> This is the fifth Zoids we watched. Technically fourth, since Ten. last time was a continuation yeah. of the first one. But still. Still. Yeah, we, uh, the, everything standalone. They do a full <laughs> restart. They they really care about the continuity, so uh, we're going to respect that. Um, but yeah, are either of you familiar with the Zoids franchise? Yeah. <laughs> uh. This feels like uh, in Game Changer when Sam Reich says, are you familiar with the rules the of the game? game? <laughs> and it's a game same, no. so they all go like, yes, actually we are. <laughs> um, yeah, it may surprise you um, if you listen to the last five Zoids episodes. The answer is still yes. If, <laughs> if anything, I'm more familiar with it than ever. Yeah, I, should, I feel like I should still say no. <laughs> <laughs> I still think about that one Stegosaurus that was locked away in that castle for some reason. And that was the first time we watched it. <laughs> it still haunts my dreams. The most memorable thing for me was that one. It's old yeller, but a dinosaur robot. 
And it lingers with you because it was so emotionally resonant. I'm so happy. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, just quick poll, because okay. uh, I know for me the answer is absolutely yes. Has anyone watched some Zoids since our last episode? No. <laughs> absolutely not. Why would we? <sighs> no. Oh. Sorry. Oh, in- interesting. Uh, I, I thought, I mean, we've watched it. This will be the fifth time, so I thought you were, like, fans or whatever. But I guess we'll just watch the first three episodes. Let's go. Sure, that's gonna be great over uh, internet. Yeah, connection. I really hope when that all lines <laughs> yep. up, we're all saying it at different times anyway. <laughs> yep, I truly will not line that up on my end. I <laughs> I just want to sustain well, it and just have it be a cacophony. Uh, you'll purpose cacophony of that. Zoids. That's that's Ooh. what uh, this series is called. Good title. Mm, that's a good one. Good. They should they should do that next time. Next time they make a Zoids, you know. Um, they should do that and make them like musical zoids. I, I wouldn't hate it. It can't get worse. Like, I mean, are you doing a bit? I can't tell because we did watch that one music show that which, we also loved. Which music one? Given? Uh, Rave Master. Uh, oh, fuck. We, I forgot about that. <laughs> I don't remember. What? I couldn't tell you. You guys always talk about the zoids with like the robot referee or whatever. I don't remember anything about that one. <laughs> And I do not, of course, it was do not remember hair. anything about. Rave I mean, Master. I think it was fusers. Fusers. Yeah. that's the one. Of you, definitely know something about it because Brendan will not let that meme go. I like the robot referee. What can, I remember that one because it was a brother, sister, and a dad working as a team. First episode, the bright brother says, "Fuck y'all, I'm out of here," and then they pick up some random stray cat and put him on their team. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I believe you. I don't. <laughs> I only remember the robot referee because <laughs> that's the that's the thing that Brendan talks about. I like. See, I was talking about uh, uh, Champ King, whatever that oh, little pervert's Ch- name was. Harry Champ, the man hey. destined to be king. Yeah, yeah, that one. Why do I remember more Zoids? Than <laughs> you guys, I feel. I feel like I should feel guilty no. for not remembering the Zoids. We all know. You mean my favorite uh, series that we're celebrating for my birthday? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you should gift. feel guilty. I'm so I shaming should, yeah, you. Yeah, I should feel guilty. And we all, time and time again, have proven that I'm my brain is bad, objectively, and remembers the wrong things. So <laughs> I think that's a good sign. Um, with this show in particular, I wanted to get out front. I'm like, man, the quality of Zoys is just consistent, if anything. <laughs> not, not a compliment. Uh, so I looked it up. <laughs> all the Zoids we've watched, all made within two years of each other. 99, no way. 2001, 2003, 2005. They just knocked them all out in like a solid six years. That's beautiful. They knew. They were like, we got to get this out quick. People we are going to be hungry off. for it. We got to put out as many series as possible. That's like Spy Kids. All three Spy Kids movies came out like within, it was like three years, like one after another. Jeez, it makes sense. The bangers not, never stop. Truly, no sleep for for the the good ones. The bang, the banger. I don't know. Anyways, episode one. Yep. Uh, I know we're really lingering in it because mm-hmm. everyone's so thrilled. So you uh, have to. Yeah, I guess I'll pull you away from Zoid's speculation into Zoid's history. I guess. Um, or. Uh, so we start out. Planet Z. Ah, my home away from home. Yeah, back uh, at it again. <laughs> Is it the same planet? Still as lovely as the uh, day the volcanoes Wait exploded. a minute. Uh, <laughs> I just realized this isn't even Earth. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen. Brendan. The bad stuff's in my brain. I already saw <laughs> Hey, Brendan, these episodes started the same way each time. Three different times it said Planet Z for the first words of each episode. I'm not defending myself. I'm just saying this has fully rotted my brain. See, this, uh, just a little bit, uh, is like, 
Okay, we're read. Oh, uh, we're discussing chapter one of the book we read for homework last night, class. Okay, so we start out in in a shopping mall. A shopping mall. What? <laughs> oh, I wonder who didn't do the homework. This red badge of courage took a weird turn. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so um uh uh, I. Don't know if we've seen this before. We get a regular anime opening, and Insane. not just chanting Zoids. <laughs> it I hate does it. make me wonder if the other ones have regular anime openings, since we did watch the other ones dubbed. Uh, and I'm I'm sure we could look it up. I'm sure both of you are so excited to do some googling about Zoids after this yeah, discussion. But absolutely, clear um, search history. No one can know about this. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, Lore Dump, uh, uh, the world's axis has shifted. <gasps> uh, the landscape uh, destroy, uh, shifted. Big old tectonic plate conversion, whatever. Uh, uh, volcanoes destroyed civilizations. It completely reshaped the world. Uh, and here we are, thousand years later, and new civilizations have come to rise. And they love Zoids. <laughs> Great thing about that opening explains nothing about Zoids. Listen, they're a mystery. <laughs> they just showed up one day. Paul hey, was actually uh, just telling me about some YouTube guy he saw that talks about Zoids lore and how Zoids used to be their like own mechanical animal race, and then the military came in and ripped out their souls and put the uh, cockpits in. It's like what they do with people. Sure. Yeah. So capitalism strikes again. There's some there's some serious Zoid lore for you all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm I'm so glad you brought that. I'm honored by your dedication. That's my that's my birthday present to you. <laughs> we have to appreciate our history or else we all would be doomed to repeat it. <laughs> Zoid history. Zistery. <laughs> Um, so we get a boy, his name's Ruji, he's, he's swimming underwater, we see there's a big ol' Zoid on, on the bottom of the ocean. Mm -hmm. You know who it is, you know who it fucking is, you know who it is, our main boy, it's our lad, Liger Zoid. Oh boy. Bet you wouldn't have guessed that this was the first Zoid we find. <laughs> I mean, after the previous series of Liger Zero and Shield Liger... And shield liger again. I couldn't have guessed. Yeah, come on. Um, so we see a bunch of people. Uh, they're like inflating it, trying to raise it to the surface. Uh, and we also see a girl in a river. She caught a big old fish. Anyways, back to the <laughs> other water. Um, <laughs> uh, so we see some villagers. Uh, they're they're excited. Ooh, they they finally got that zoid out of the water. And then we see an old lady, like, praying for protection for the village. It's a small seaside village with a big old, big old nasty-looking tree in the background that they call a generator. Um, they got a real, like, solar punk thing going on. It's, it's very much like, oh, a thousand years have passed, and oh, we're simple uh, rural people who live off the land, and uh, also a massive generator of bi biofuel. I guess. Um, yeah. It's odd. Um, so they raise the Zoid to their sea platform, uh, and uh, uh, Ruji's dad is like the head of this uh, mission to bring it up. Uh, Ruji's younger sister, Faji, uh, comes out with uh, lunch, and uh, they take a break, and uh, all the workers are talking, talking about seeing... Or hearing stories of people seeing silver zoids. Oh no, the, this is the the evil rival nation of Diggled. <laughs> Diggleberg. <laughs> Diggleberg. <laughs> um, and they're like, ah, oh, we ah, oh, we would need to defend ourselves if they ever attack, because they're a warlike country who use zoids for violence. Boo! Hiss. <laughs> the worst uh so we see mystery river girl she climbs up a tree and sees a kerfuffle ah uh, something's coming towards the village could it be 
No. The thing that was referenced half a second ago in the previous scene, this, like, warlike nation? Nah, probably nah. not. Um, so the Zoid is on the surface, and they start fueling it up, because, uh, yeah, they just got an oil reserve. I, I really don't know... They didn't really give us any context to what this fuel is. They're just like, yeah, Zoid fuel. It it comes from the big uh, weird tree. I'm really <laughs> hung up on when they told Ruji to get some of the fuel, and he like dunked the thing in the trough of it, and then I think his little brother was like scraping it in, but it wasn't doing anything. I was like, why are you doing that? <laughs> just dunk it further in, and you'll get all the liquid you need. No, no, <laughs> just no. drop it. Um, so uh, they are able to get the cockpit open, but all the adults try it, and oh, no one is worthy. Oh, this uh, must be a hunk of junk. None of us can pilot it. And then we cut over to uh, the child. You know, the child, child immediately after they say, oh, no, all these adults can't pilot this thing. I bet there's an adult who will pilot it later. <laughs> um, but he's all bummed out because, oh, he can't get any Zoids to activate. Oh, no. I am desperate to relate Zoids to things that uh, I care about, I guess. <laughs> because I'm just thinking about Bioshock now and how in Bioshock Infinite, they're like, they're all, there's always a girl, and there's always a lighthouse, and now I'm like, there's always a boy, and there's always a liger. It, you're not wrong. You're hey. not wrong at all. I cracked the code. <laughs> we solved it. Uh, oh, it's about Anne Rand. Got it. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, ah, the liger zero is socialism. <laughs> uh, you uh, just... Raise your uh, bootstraps flotation devices and pull yourself back up to the surface. Um, anyways, uh, so... Huh, sorry, so excited about Zoids. I, I got caught up in the moment. Um, so pumped. So, all of a sudden, these raptor Zoids come out of the woods and attack the village. Ah, and, fuck. Oh, yeah, they seem automated they got a real like doctor who cybermen voice going on mm. uh it's i would have loved if just one village or out of nowhere ah fuck <laughs> just dropping a heart hey we did get a shit in yeah. this series yeah. so Dad says you're shit. not far off uh yeah so um uh, the village gets attacked and dad rushes in because they got a couple zoids. They found a bean tortoise and Love a couple centipedes. Mm-hmm. Just a uh, big old tall thing that they built like a tower on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just like a tall shelf on the robot turtle. Mm-hmm. So uh, they fire the beam. Uh, dad fires the beam. So he's like, there is, like, a level of, we don't know what this technology is. This technology belonged to, like, the precursors sort of thing. Um, so he's like, oh, we must use the light. <laughs> the, the mystical light passed down from our ancestors. But he says, like, oh, we must use the light on this beam tortoise. Whatever could it do? Hey, it's a beam, my dude. <laughs> Just call it that. You you know the title, cool. what this thing is. Um, so, um, the beam doesn't work. Oh, these these zoids are impervious. Um, so, uh, Ruji is uh, trying to send away all the young folks away from the village. Uh, and he climbs up the liger. And then these raptors, they recognize, hmm... Uh, uh, beep boop, robot, zoid, uh, threat detected. Uh, so they try to destroy the Liger before it's able to power up, but in doing so, they knock Ruji into the cockpit, and it powers up. <gasps> Who'd a thunk? Mm-hmm. And now we got our new friend, added to the list, another Liger, Murasame Liger. Yay. <laughs> Hell yeah. Muramasa, because it's like the Muramasa blade, which is an old blacksmith, a Japanese legend. Muramasa's in fucking everything anime. 
And especially Zoids, so I care about it now. Especially <laughs> Zoids. Um, so the raptors knock it back underwater, and the Liger's like, nope, I'm gonna jump out because I have a mind of my own, remember? Um, and there's, like, a big relic in the town, uh, that, like, the grandmother was praying to before. Uh, and it, it just starts levitating, and it flies towards, uh, uh, Murasame Liger, and it's a big old katana. It looked like a tower because it was on the scale of humans, but now that it's on the back of this liger, it's just a liger with a sword. Hell yeah, baby. This is a good series. Uh, <laughs> Ryuji calls out when it starts flying at him. He goes, the ancestor's giant object. My dude. Buddy. You've been praying to this for how long and you don't have a better name than just this big fucking thing? <laughs> The monument, the monolith, just anything other than uh, a pr- prayer stick. Yes, the ancestor's giant thingy. It's a <laughs> giant sword sticking out of your house. Name it. <laughs> uh, but uh, he got he got a sword now. And he, and he destroys a raptor, so they can't fight them. Yeah. But oh no, who are these mysterious? Other non-raptor zoids that are on top of the hill. Let's find out in episode two. What a cliffhanger. Because <laughs> they were on a cliff. Ha! <laughs> I, I will give it this. The end song is pretty catchy. Oh, I was yeah. surprised by that. A bop. A bop and a half, even. <laughs> Not memorable. <laughs> I'm, I guess I'm just the worst. Because <laughs> I already... Hmm... You can already clear that space out of your brain. That's fair. You don't need it anymore. I need to fill it with more Legend of Zelda lore. <laughs> Better use of your brain space. Uh, episode two. Start off right where we left. Uh, the wolf and deer zoids rush down the cliffside and jump in to fight the silver raptor zoids. Turns out, the liger's not the only giant robot animal with a sword on its back. That's a sentence. Uh, the wolf <laughs> also has a sword, and the deer has a giant lance and a shield on its shoulder. It looks silly. <laughs> it's Pokemon Sword and Shield coming yep. to an anime series near you. Uh-huh. I stand by my silly accusation. <laughs> uh, and uh, so they rush in, and they kill the other two raptors that are attacking, and the deer reminds Ruji, like, hey, the hell you doing? Go help your village. It's all on fire. So he, they all run back to help, and we see that there's always helping. They're stomping out the fires or jumping into the ocean and spraying the water back onto the village to put it out. And Ryuji uh, is helping out as well, and once the fires are all down, they calm down. And Ryuji's in his cockpit uh, talking a bit, and like, oh man, I can't believe I'm piloting a large Zoid like this. He goes, well, Dad did say you tend to talk to yourself a lot more when you're piloting a Zoid. And I was like, man, that's convenient for this show. That's a good way to just translate narrative to the audience watching without anyone else in the scene it gets lonely in this giant robot am i talking but you gotta talk to a robot you don't even establish as a guy yet deep deep pointed out that they got ripped the souls out of them so they're not sentient creatures anymore they're just (laughs) mindless machines um uh, and he starts crying a bit because he gets emotional about piloting zoid uh and when he hops out of the zoid he gets the solemn like robert redford nod of approval from his dad (laughs) <laughs> you did good kid uh, and then we see the other Zoids approach and we see them open up and the pilots jump out and it's the feral child we saw earlier I like that she was like feral and just like diving to a river and eating a fish raw and she's in like a pretty ornate dress and not like tattered clothing she's like, it's like mm. she's well off she's just feral spiritually <laughs> that's just who she is They're I choose to live like Smeagol out of choice yes <laughs> Uh, so they jump out, and then an old guy jumps out of the wolf, and the young girl is berating Ryuji for how he handled his Zoid. Like, what are you doing piloting a Zoid like that? What are you, an idiot? You, you got a Zoid. You got to be better than that. What, is this your first time? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and the old man from the wolf uh, Zoid appears, and he introduces them both. His name is Rakan, and her name is Rimi. I was desperate for this man to be hotter. <laughs> I need the Zoids. As, Del- as Del- he was walking up. up, I was like, there's potential. Because I saw he had like a beard. And I was like, this man, 
could be something. And then he <laughs> focused, and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> he has his shit together, which is just so unattractive in a man his age. Hey. <laughs> don't, don't expose my tastes like this. I... I get it. I know what a little meow meow is. I know what a strongly bingus is. I know what a baby girl is. I got it. We all know I wrote a Peter B. Parker fan fiction. <laughs> but D, he drives a cool Zoid. Does that do anything for you? Oh my god, you're so right. I could like ride on his back in the Zoid. <laughs> Down the freeway. <laughs> no, that's how a different Zoid series starts. Oh god. <laughs> Through the desert. No. <laughs> Forest. Not fo- Again. Ocean? I don't know where we are. Uh, Planet Z. Uh, they claim, uh, the two of them claim to be travelers. And uh, to go and talk with uh, Ryuji's dad and get caught up to speed on what happened. Basically, like, we're a humble village and now we got attacked by raptors. It's like, got it. Up to speed. Rakhan confirmed. Sorry? Rakhan? One more time? What? You did. That sounded like you said rock cock, and I was like, "Where did I can confirm turn? that you did say rock cock?" I stumbled <laughs> over the raw, and then I tried saying it again, and I believe it made it worse. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I rock- will request for my birthday that you do refer to him as rock cock for the rest of this episode. <laughs> Throbbing penis confirms that the silver zoids <laughs> are bioids, biozoids from Digold. God, this sucks. <laughs> he says uh, they're after the Regil, which is the fuel source that comes out of the giant generator plant tree tower that we really don't know anything about, and that they use this for Zoid fuel, as well as other things. But they don't say those other things. Keeping it vague. Mm. Bombs. <laughs> That's our main export. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, did we mention bombs. that we're not a peaceful village? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you assumed. That's your mistake. Uh, Raw Cock says that uh, bullets don't work on bioids, biozoids, uh, and that if you ever want to damage them, you have to get in close quarters combat with weapons made of Leo. That's L-E-E-O. Mm. It's a special type of metal used for weapons that can only kill these biozoids. Uh, and he says that because of this, not many weapons are made of it, so most places that are attacked by them are destroyed. Uh, by these biozoids. So it seems like they're just a plague on this planet that no one can stop. Fun. So we cut back to a shot of the biozoid commander, uh, some blonde-haired asshole, uh, getting a report from all of his other silver raptors, checking in. They're destroying a nearby uh, city and tearing it apart. And are like, how are we doing? It's like, we got zero injured. We got zero casualties. We got, you know, no damage whatsoever. We're invincible. Also, ten of us are missing. Don't know what's going on. With He's like, hmm, <laughs> missing, you say? I'll have to go and investigate. So he runs off. And we cut back to uh, Rimi, the little feral girl, saying that uh, Ryuji, no, Riju? It's boy. Ryuji. Ruji. Ruji. Yeah. I'm going to call him boy. Tyler. Tyler's good. Tyler. <laughs> she's saying Tyler's weird and basically being like, <laughs> How are you able to pilot a big Zoid for your first time? And, like, how did you, like, sync up with it? Like, you're weird that you can do that. And he's like, I don't know. I'm a small village bumpkin. Why are you yelling at me? She's like, you gotta talk to your Zoid, man. You gotta get the name of it. Figure it out. You haven't done that yet? Don't you know anything about Zoids? He's like, no. Objectively not. She's like, you're weird. And runs off. So she's the Sundere, I guess. And then we cut away to see uh, another biozoid running around it's the commander going off on his investigation he's got a fancier silver raptor with like gold claws and he runs into a mercenary group wild wasn't prepared for this (laughs) of giant elephant zoids and they're like we're the invincible mercenary group it's like all right gonna die immediately Uh, (laughs) and that's what happens they start shooting lasers or as they call them light bullets at the raptor it's a biozoid, so nothing happens, and it tears through all of them, killing them all. I get it just a deflex, just to showcase how strong he is. They're built the drama. Different. They're built different. They're built dumb. <laughs> um, and then we see him. The commander gets to the village, and he's scouting it out. And we see him leaving like little like markers to track his trail. And he's like, ah, 
Something's going on in this village. Let me investigate. And gets out and goes in disguise as a merchant. And then we cut back to Rawcock. He asks Dad <laughs> about leaving the village. Dad's like, no, no one's left this village in a hundred years. Which uh, is like one generation. That ain't too long. <laughs> um, and uh, Taylor uh, You even in. changed the name that you gave the boy. <laughs> I refuse to learn names of anyone. Even if you came up with it. <laughs> My brain is erasing stuff as I say it. It's nothing sticking. Um, Respect no names, not even my own. <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> Hi, I'm your anime idiot, Zach. Um, <laughs> Tyler uh, bumps into the enemy commander in his disguise and he bumps all of his stuff. Oh, it's everywhere here. Let me help you pick up stuff. You must be a merchant. Let me go help. Let me go set up the market for you. Um, and uh, Raw Cock appears behind him shortly after, and the enemy commander's like, ah, oh, it's Raw Cock. I know him. And he knows him as a, a fierce warrior. He's going to interfere with our plans. I better take care of him. And pulls out a dagger to just assassinate him in broad daylight. Um, and then uh, Tyler's help, helping him clean up his stuff. Picks up a book and then runs away with it. Like, fully stealing it. And doesn't ask the guy about it at all. Um, and then as he's doing that, we see the enemy commander approach from behind for his assassination attempt. But then suddenly, the biozoids start attacking. It was the rest of his group that finally caught up, interrupting his assassination attempt. So we see <laughs> enemy commander just like, ah, fuck stealth, let's just kill him right now. And runs up to try to kill him. And Remy runs up and kicks the dagger out of his hands. And he goes, ah, you may have stopped me, but I'm no ordinary villain. I'm no ordinary Zoid pilot. I am Zyrin. <gasps> yeah, I guess that means something. <laughs> the legend. <laughs> his name starts with a Z. That means he's evil. He's part of the Zoid Cobalt. <laughs> or Cabal. Cobalt's a different thing. <laughs> a Cobalt Zoid. Ooh. Mm. It's a little lizard. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I guess that's the one thing from the other Zoid series. It was just like a little lizard Zoid. Um, so yeah, Zyron. He's the big bad guy. Uh, now that he's revealed, he runs off to hop into Zoid and fight with the other with this team that showed up. And he tells Tyler to be like, hey, you can keep that book. Fully being like, I saw you steal it, and I'm calling out that you stole it from me. It's yours. Also, I'm an assassin, but I'm going to shame you about theft. (laughs) I'm an assassin, but I'm not a thief. Uh, (laughs) I have standards. And it's been uh, six hours, so you know what that means? Village is back on fire. And uh, particularly Tyler's house. Uh, So we see uh, everyone's being attacked. Everyone starts zoiding up, getting back in their suits, and they go to fight the biozoids. And the enemy commander notices that Tyler isn't used to fighting. He's too new. He's too green. So he targets him and his Muramasa Liger, and it's got to take care of him easily. And then Raimi tells him to stay out of the way, like to stay out of the fight, trying to protect him. Uh, and as they fight, the commander runs into the runs in with this big rapper to join the foot. I was losing it. My notes at the end here are struggling. <laughs> Um, it's very important you get every beat of this fight, so I'm gonna I'm gonna wait until you get it correct. I'll wait. <laughs> uh, Don't mind me. He he runs back and goes, "I'll I'll get that kid next time." And then the next time's now, and he gets in the suit and runs in the fight, and then they fight. That's episode two. Is that acceptable, Tessa? I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, episode three, the village is still on fire. I called this guy Uncle Man because he's the little girl's <laughs> uncle, but I will call him Uncle Cock. Oh, okay. I was confused who you were Thank talking about because I only know him as Raw Cock. Yes, sure. So, Uncle Cock and little girl are on fire. <laughs> I don't like the combination there. Um. <laughs> little girl and her uncle are on fire. And her uncle, Thank comma, you. Much comma, comma. <laughs> uh, So it's not looking good for them. They're in their zoids. They're on fire. Ruji is in the lager but doesn't know what to do. So blonde man advances on him and he stops when he sees the lager's special sword. I know I wrote these notes, but I'm looking at them now and I don't recognize them. <laughs> <laughs> um... I was in a Paul, fugue Paul state. Wrote them all down. <laughs> I know. Uh, when you're so enthralled in a show, it's really hard to pull yourself away to write notes. Yes, I exactly. feel the same way. 
Um, so the fight turns into blonde man's dinosaur avoiding the liger, and it eventually pushes the liger down. Um, a different dinosaur zoid that was holding down the uncle and the little girl in the flames seems to start getting damaged by the fire all of a sudden, but uncle's zoid is fine. So, okay. Yeah, it seems like like the only thing that can defeat biozoids is this one specific type of metal. And fire, I guess? I uh, <laughs> If it stays in fire for exactly two minutes and 37 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Uncle Cock gets away. Um, and he leaps into the ocean to douse his, uh, his zoid. Um, little girl is still on fire, so... Her uncle saves her. Um, she crushes one of the dinosaur zoids with her deer's antlers, which was pretty raw. It gave me <laughs> weird, like, deer body horror. Like, imagining antlers like a mouth that just yeah. like, chews stuff up. It's like, like a Venus flytrap. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ruji pushes blonde man's zoid off of his. More fighting. Uncle and little girl join in, but they're fighting near the big generator tree thing. And if that gets messed up, the village will be destroyed. A blonde man's zoid unleashes a big fireball. And as Ruji avoids it, it hits the generator tree and the big seed thing goes out. Oh, oh no. What does it mean? Yeah, because there was a big, a big seed at the top of the tree that had like a light in it. And now the light is gone. Shoot. Um, blonde man realizes he can't win the fight and then runs away. And he regrets destroying the generator, which is nice of him, I guess. He's going to kill everyone and keep the generator, but I regret destroying the generator. Yeah. He was like, it's not tactically adv- advantageous for our side, but shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the villagers watch as the generator tree thing goes up in smoke. Ruji feels guilty, hits his first day piloting a Zoid, and he destroys his village. Oh, man. Don't uh, worry, you're in a long line of uh, uh, village destroyers when you find a Zoid. <laughs> it's true. Uh, the next day, his little brother gets him out from the Zoid. He just, like, slept in the cockpit all night feeling guilty. Um, he's like, it's time to eat! So, uh... Uncle, dad, and another guy are inside the generator tree checking to see if it's okay. And there's something very comical about this other man that we do not know. He, like, leans against the tree and he's like, I can't hear a pulse. It's <laughs> dead, Jim. What? <laughs> Life tree says what? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, guys. It always fell for that one. <laughs> um, so this generator's done for. And the regal is going to run out, too. And I, again, this shit goes in one ear, out the other for me. So when they said that, I was like, the who? The what? I think his dad also says, like, you can take all the regal, because it's going to just turn to stone in three days. I'm like, what the hell are we talking about? (laughs) Okay, What is this? It's very simple. They use the Leo blades to get the Reggle to defend no, themselves from no. Diggled. Because in this episode, they called it Metal G. They stopped saying Leo. It's gone now, baby. We've moved on. Oh, goodness. So the three men come out of the tree to deliver the news. Um, and Ruji's dad says there's a decision to be made. Uh, their village is going to be destroyed for whatever reason. It's not clear. The generator, I don't know. The, there will be no crops, no fish, disease will spread, and people Burn will our, die and leave. Burn our crops, poison our water supply. <laughs> Are we just going to sit around and wait until it does? It really, like, from what we know of these first three episodes, this big generator creates fuel for the Zoids, and that's it. But God help us, if this thing dies, it's taking us all with it. And it's... Yeah, if all it does is produce the regal, like, it's... I would be understanding if they used the regal for other things. 
Yeah. But it really does seem like the only thing it does is fuel the Zoids, and they only had a few of those, and none yeah. of them work anymore. Huh. I had a I had a very dumb thought. I would I love was... to hear it. So, so a Zoid pulls up to a gas station, right? <laughs> and, and and the attendant there is like, oh, oh, no, uh, a Zoid fuel, you want Supreme? And, and the Zoid pilot says, no, I'll just take a regular. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> and I'm not just saying that because it's your birthday. <laughs> I'm not saying anything because it's your birthday. I'm biting my Thank tongue. <laughs> anyway, so dad, dad is like, "What do we do?" Um, little girl says that they should just leave, but Ruji yells at her and is like, "Most people were born and raised here. They don't just want to leave." <laughs> One guy says in the background, like just panning in the crowd shots, he's like, "I won't consider living anywhere else." Hey, buddy, good news for you. You don't have to live anywhere else. You can die here. You don't have to leave. You will die. Uh, Dad tells everybody to calm down and really think about it, but, like, they're just so adamant they don't want to go. Uncle Cox says there might be... (laughs) (laughs) Forgot about the maze. Says there might be a way that they can stay, and he can get... He can try to get mechanics to fix the generator, (laughs) which, to this point... I thought was a tree, <laughs> a living thing. You maybe know, it's, tree maybe that's the reveal. It's a zoid. <gasps> Ooh, that could be plant life zoids. Yeah. I smell a new series. Oh boy, <laughs> he's got an arugula ballista. We're fucked. <laughs> Um, so he says he'll try and go out and find some mechanics. Uh, this is when Dad off- offers up the rest of the regal, since it's not not of any use to them. Um, Uncle says that it'll take time to fight mechanics and find mechanics, not fight mechanics. <laughs> Maybe um, and even if he finds some, they might not want to come. So it's all a gamble. Also, maybe I'll betray you all. I don't yeah. know if I'm just feeling silly. <laughs> <laughs> just a wild line of like, I know you trust me up to this point. You're giving me everything I could desire from you. What if I betrayed you, though? <laughs> just keep that in mind. You didn't, you didn't have to tell me that. Uncle Cock, you gotta get that to yourself. <laughs> Uncle Cock, I also how could you crave drama. Like <laughs> um, Dad says he believes in him, so Uncle Cock says that they'll prepare things to leave. Oh uh, no, uh, he says like, "Hey, if things go south, you guys should prepare things to like get out of here if you need to." That's what he does. And then Dad is like, "I have one more thing to ask you." So the two of them go see Ruji, and Dad is like, "Do you want to go with Uncle Man to find the mechanics?" And Ruji thinks about it. A little girl teases him and says he's afraid to travel. Ruji says he's just processing everything that's happened the last couple days, which is fair. A lot's been going on. Fair. He is like 13. He he inadvertently destroyed his village, so. Um, He says that he wanted to be a teacher, to which little girl says, what's a teacher? And he says, (laughs) they teach people things. And I was like, that... (laughs) I feel like if she doesn't know what a teacher is, she probably doesn't know what teaching is. She probably hasn't learned anything. (laughs) Um, And she says, like, oh, you could just be both. You know, gotta be a teacher or a Zoid pilot. You can be both. Two jobs. Oh, we aren't going to value our teachers enough to pay them a living salary, so they also have to be a Zoid pilot. Pull up. Pull up. Birthday episode. (laughs) <laughs> it's what pays the bills. <laughs> um, Destroying other villages. Uh, Ruji's grandma calls them inside and offers him some money, all of his grandpa's savings, and wishes him luck. Cool. <laughs> Not like they'll need it if they need to leave this fucking village. It, fair. Uh, we don't even know if this village uses money. It might have just been buried underground for 30 years. It's true. Maybe they trade. <laughs> barter system. Communism. Yeah. Also, very, very rare anime where we got a mom, dad, sibling, and grandmother. Good no point. one's dead. Just grandpa's mm. dead. Yeah. So um, and he had the decency to leave us a bunch of cash, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else good was he? <laughs> 
Uh, so Ruji's mom also brings him a box of stuff that he might need for traveling. Everyone's very supportive, and she tells him to come back alive, and he's like, I'll be back with the mechanics, ma. Um, he sits on the beach that night, and his dad gives him this family telescope, and Ruji says that it's supposed to belong to, like, the head of the house. And his dad's like, I'm just giving it to you early, son. Um, he tells him to use the telescope to look at the new, look at the world and meet new people, make new bonds. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Um, little girl tells him they're leaving at dawn and wishes him luck. And as she runs away, Ruji gets a little blushy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the next morning. It's time to go. They get all reggled up and uh, they're saying goodbye. Ruji's little brother gives him a seashell charm. That's sweet. Uh, and they get in their zoids and heave off. And everyone in the village waves them off. Um, Uncle Man tells Ruji not to look back. And off they go into the big world. And that's episode three. Bye, Doombringer. You've ruined our village. Good luck. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Please, we raised this zoid from the ocean to rid this village from the curse. But it came true anyways. Now, <laughs> go away. The Zoid has been above water for two, 24 hours, and it has devastated her village and economy. Ever since you got here, you've been nothing but trouble. <laughs> so what do you guys think? Well, you heard me before. This is the best Zoids we've watched, for sure. I think, anyway. <laughs> and we've both said it before. The bar's in hell. <laughs> the bar's so low. I think part of it, I don't know. Uh, like, I don't know how much has changed, like, in the dubs, if it's really anything, but... Yeah, because this is definitely the era of, like, okay, we really gotta dumb down the dub. <laughs> this is for idiot American children. Let's... <laughs> we gotta take out all the big words, so... Uh, Baseball, donut, got it. I so... I actually so appreciate in the beginning, after the opening... Animes don't do this anymore, but there's that little section where they talk about, like, oh, this anime is brought to you by this company or whatever. And this one specifically says, this is made by a toy company. And I was like, I respect that. (laughs) That you're like, hey, this is for toys. We know this is a big commercial. Yeah. So lay off, all right? (laughs) Uh, But there was just something about this that, like, it, you know... It felt the same as in, as the other Zoids in, like, the big fights that go on for a long time that are just kind of silly. Mm-hmm. But there's oh, something... yeah, the last two episodes could have been one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's something about this to me that just, like, feels better than the others. <laughs> the music is good. I like the, the background music. Yeah. Um, that, uh, well, okay, that's a thing that I actually really didn't like about the other Zoids and have complained about on multiple occasions where the music was so chill compared to what was going on on screen and it gave me a crazy cognitive dissonance. But this one didn't make me feel that way. So maybe that's the only reason that my no. brain is like, this one's fine. Let's go with that because otherwise it was perfect. Brendan, thoughts? <laughs> Uh, are we there yet? Uh, no, it's always. Um <laughs> With this one, it is 2005, so it is the last, like, of this batch that we watched. Um, so maybe they learned their lesson. I am realizing now that with ev- them making it every two years, each show had to have been in production at the same time as the other show was mm-hmm. aired. Like, so I don't know how much they actually could have learned. Um, this one's definitely the most plot. I'm not going to say intensive. That's too generous. It has the most plot, which is any, as opposed to just <laughs> mashing giant toys together, which is what most children do. Um, and it's fine for children, but for a show, uh, a little more. Um, <laughs> is it amazing? Is it incredibly well written? Yes. Is it well acted? No, absolutely not. It's always. Um, but, all right. Is it a step above the others? Yes, objectively. So it's... So, yes, cool, great, awesome. Um, <laughs> the best Zoids. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. <laughs> Why not? It's true. Yeah, I do agree this is the best Zoids. It, it helps that it doesn't have that sort of, like, 
Pokemonification to it, where other series are like, yeah, everyone loves Zoids. Zoids are all we talk about. We're going to the Zoids Fighting League. We're <laughs> uh, having Zoids Police Forces. This one starts out a thousand years after the last civilization, and they're like, we just found some cool robots, and they keep us safe. I hate I hate to keep comparing Zoids to things I love, but I already mentioned Legend <laughs> of Zelda and this. This is very Breath of the Wild. <laughs> that is like fair, technology. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Zoids are the divine beasts, and they even have this weird, like, generator thing that's might be plant, might be technology. We don't yeah. know. And we even got elephant zoids this episode. Yeah. I, I swear the showrunner of this like loves elephant zoids. They're in every series. <laughs> They're, As uh, they should be. To compare it to something I love, uh, Zoids Fusers was like <laughs> the Jetsons. And Zoids mm. Genesis is like the Flintstones. Ah. ah. Yeah, and, when does... See, that's a question worth asking. When does Barney is... Rubble appear? <laughs> Uh, that's a great question. But when hey, hey, I Fred, can I get a turn on the liger? <laughs> hey, Fred. Um, when does so? If this is thousands of years after whatever, when does Zoid's fusors fall in this timeline? Because that one's very real, not realistic. What the fuck, futuristic? <laughs> yeah, they like all have this sort of post-apocalyptic thing going on. Except for the one that was, like, in a city, but mm. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Well, I mean, the Zoids retrospective, everybody. <laughs> I guess we need to do a full other episode on the timeline of Zoids, but I guess you can recommend those Zoid series to us. Our email is arweebthereyet at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on TikTok or Tumblr at arweebthereyet on both, but that's not how it works on some of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find me. On TikTok and Instagram at Honey Period D or on Tumblr at Honey D and Honey is spelled H U N N I E. You can find me on Twitter at You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan, stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game up God, my brain is mush. It's a video game podcast. Too much Zoids, you're just thinking about it. I got Zoids on the brain. I got Rambo Tiger mashing around in my frontal lobe. Thank you to Camille Early for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song stories. You can find all of Louis' music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to love Zoids. Yep, that's the catchphrase. That was a strong word. <laughs>